Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. This morning I am joined by, excuse me, Billing Scarlet's head coach, Adam Hust. How are you doing today? I'm great. Great, Mitch. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. I uh, am excited to have you on this morning. So it'll be fun and can't wait to do this. So my first question for you is, you know, what kind of got you into coaching and what's your baseball background? Well, uh, obviously, I grew up in Billings and uh, spent a lot of time here, you know, playing uh, Little League Baseball and, and playing for the Scarlets myself back in the early 90s. And then obviously had an opportunity to go to to college. I, I walked on at a junior college in Kansas, uh, in Hutchinson, Kansas, and and uh, spent a couple of years there and and uh, worked really hard. And next thing you know, I, I got an opportunity to get a, a Division One scholarship at Oral Roberts University. And, and when I did that, um, you know, it just opened up a whole lot of doors. I got to play in, in the summer leagues and and uh, Cape Cod League and the Jayhawk League and, and play around some really, really good players and be around some really good coaches. And, you know, there's one thing I've always had is a passion for baseball. I love the game. And and since I was, you know, five, six years old, all I want to do is throw and hit it. And so um, got into the got into the playing part of it. And and uh, unfortunately, my senior year, I ended ended my season with the with an injury against Oklahoma state, um, crash play at the plate and broke my throwing hand and, oh. and went through rehab and, and some other things. And, and, uh, you know, the playing career just didn't work out. It was, it was a hard rehab process and pins in my throwing hand and some other stuff. And just kind of the way, you know, professional baseball works with injuries and, and opportunities and all that. It just, uh, I had to find a way to stay with the game. Um, so, you know, got a chance to, to go back to Hutchinson, uh, uh, where I started my collegiate baseball career and, and got an opportunity to coach there for a couple of years. And that's kind of how it started. Awesome. So you've been with the Scarlets for a long time. I mean, I remember when I was in <laughs> high school in the 2010s, you were with the Scarlets and you had some pretty good teams, including Gage Hines, who ended up getting drafted. What was it like to coach him in high school? Yeah, he was uh, he was a pretty exceptional talent. Uh, we had a pretty good stretch there where we had uh, we had Gage and we had Justin Black. And and so we ended up having two boys drafted um, in a short period of time. And it was pretty awesome because we, we, we got a lot of attention. You know, I've been here since 2003 and um, had a lot of good players through, but never really that attention that that we got when we had those two boys. So when we had you know, Justin and Gage come through. It was pretty cool to see all the scouts following the team around and the radar guns and, and just the attention they were getting was, was pretty special, but, you know, also because it was, is kind of, you know, putting, putting Billings, Montana and Billings Legion baseball and, and even Montana Legion baseball on the map, because, you know, there were just some, some exceptional players and Missoula had a kid that, you know, ended up at Gonzaga and 
drafted in the in AAA, which was the same graduating class as those boys. So um, a lot of attention on some really good players. So it, it was fun to see and and uh, very rewarding for those boys to to be able to get out and and do some things with their career. Sure, and I'm sure rewarding for you too, because I mean them getting drafted and having those looks is a reflection on you too as the coach. So that's awesome. Yeah, we we're we're pretty yeah we're pretty lucky to be in the situation we are. Um, I always tell everybody I'm I'm very very uh, very lucky to be in this situation. It's a privilege. Um, you know, it's a privilege to coach. It's a privilege to play. And um, when you get a chance to be around you know around a lot of real special athletes and kids and parents. Um, it's just all that much rewarding, you know, much more rewarding. So, um, yeah, it was, it's just cool to see. And, you know, hopefully, you know, we get a chance to, to see another kid drafted or, or, or go, you know, somewhere um, big here in the next couple of years and, and be a part of that again. For sure. So what is your role in a kid's, you know, college, possible pro? What is your role as the head coach to help them get to the next level? Well, what we do here is is obviously we 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 start these boys at a at a very young age. They, you know, with our academy now, which is pretty cool. We we uh, have kids in here at the ages of nine, um, all the way to fourteen, and then obviously we fill try to filter them into the Legion program as good as we can. So, uh, first thing I like to do, you know, for me is is the relationship part of it. Um, I, I like to build relationships with the kids. Um, at a young age, um, I've got two of my own that are 10 and 12. So, so my boys are associated with it, but just building those relationships and the trust. And, and I think that's the biggest thing that we start with and is do that. And then obviously we get them into the Legion program. Um, you know, then we have some work to do. We, we try to do some things in the fall. We'll reach out to some college coaches and, and tournaments that we're going to, but you know, ultimately there's, there's a lot of work that's got to be done by the kids and the families. Um, and then ultimately, you know, as coaches with, whether it's David, myself or, or whoever, um, you know, then we get involved with the, the conversations with those coaches and what they, you know, what we think about the players and, and, you know, what we think their potential is and where they fit the best and, and anything we can do to help them. We do, you know, it's picking up a phone, sending an email, um, you know, helping boys put, videos together to send to coaches help you know with with stuff um if they ask we help you know so you know we just do as much as we can uh recruiting is a little different these days you know than it than it was back in the day you know we used to you know when i was coaching in college i, I remember when we were playing or, or practicing we were in a car and we were driving 150 miles to go watch you know little billy you know play a game because we we needed that guy on our team and so uh, you know, I, I couldn't tell you how many baseball games I watched in two years, just in the recruiting process. Um, but now, you know, you don't, you don't get a lot of that personal out, you know, you know, the, the, the game watching and, you know, like it used to be a lot of it's done with social media and, and the videos and the camps, the boys attend. So, um, financially just, you know, programs and organizations just don't have the funding to be able to do it like we used to do. So, um, but yeah, how we help them, we, we do whatever we can. And, you know, the biggest thing that we can do is show up every day and be positive with them at practice, push them, um, you know, have them develop their skills, have them grow as young men so that when they do leave here, they, you know, they leave an impact on what they do here, but they're also ready to go when they, they get at the, you know, the next step of their baseball career. 
for sure. So your Scarlet's team these last couple of years has been really young, but done really well. So how do you think the team will do this year, having just another year of experience? Well, you know, it, it, if you look into that crystal ball, you'd think it'd be a lot better, right? I mean, you, you finish, you fit, you're really young, you finish well, you, you get a little bit older and you're still young and you, you have a good finish. Uh, and then you get into to this year and now you're not that young anymore and you got a veteran club and a bunch of boys that have had really, really good experience. And so I'm like, you know, I, I look at it and go, man, we should, you know, we should do pretty well, but you know, it's you're dealing with kids and uh, you just never know what you're going to get. But the amount of work that they're putting in and the time and the effort, you know, if they just worry about playing the game and not worry about who's in the other dugout or who's there watching them or whatever, you know, I think this this team has a lot of potential to do something really great, you know, by the time we get to the end of the season. For sure. So last year, the Royals had two super seniors with J.J. Jordahl and Eli McCoy and their leadership really helped the team so how do you think having Feralio back will help the leadership of the Scarlets this year well I think it'll help a lot and, he, and especially when they get into college uh, those boys just mature a lot um, they, they get into programs where you know the the silliness and the you know the the stuff that goes on in, in high school you know isn't accepted as much and and they get there they're a year older they're on their own they have to be responsible for themselves they got to stay out of trouble and and so when they come back, you know, and as long as it's the right guys, they come back, they do a really good job. And I think Michael will do that. He, uh, he spent a lot of time in here in the facility this winter mm-hmm. uh, when, was when he was back lifting and hitting and spending time with the guys while he was here before he had to go back to school. So you could already tell there was just a little something different about him just because he's, he's, he's been a pretty mature kid, but um, I, I think it's going to help a lot. You know, he's going to come back and, you know, hopefully, you know, he can help guide these guys, little of the experiences, you know, that are, that he's having now. Um, hopefully that wears off on them and, and uh, you know, he can teach them a thing or two. For sure. I'm really hoping for a Scarlet Royal state championship. That would be really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've uh, we haven't had one of those for a while. So I think the last one was in 2011 or 12 and we actually, we, uh, we played them um in we got in the championship game against them in in Kalispell Whitefish actually Whitefish and uh of course the Royals beat us but that was their back-to-back years they were really really good and we had a really young team too actually that's probably when Gage and a few of those boys were you know still pops you know 10th 11th grade so uh we did really well and then obviously we hosted regionals at Billings both teams got to go but um yeah those are intense those games uh the last one, you know, the last one I can think of that was, you know, before that was 2005, uh, 2005 in Bozeman, where the Royals beat us again there. And then, you know, any, the only other one I was a part of was in 93 when, um, you know, we, we went to the state tournament in Bozeman, the games got rained out there and then we ended up back in Billings uh, in 93 because Bozeman was underwater. And, and uh, since it was both Billings teams, we just came back to Cobb Field and played there. And of course, um, we won that game uh, pretty handily, but yeah, those are the only three I've been a part of. Um, we've had some good battles before then, um, and definitely some matchups um, there. But actually, we—I'm um, wrong, Mitch. I'm wrong because we did uh, beat the Royals in 2015 in Helena. So um, yeah, we 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 got them there because then we were 
in Missoula in, in 16. So, um, but yeah, we, we've had some good battles and, and uh, you know, those games just have a whole heck of a lot more meaning. Yeah. Um, especially since we host this year. So right. Scarlett's host. And if we're, we're home, I mean, we should end up with a, you know, Sunday night, really good crowd if we can pull that off. Right. So, yeah, that's why I thought it would be amazing. Cause I knew it was in Billings. I'm like, if you could get those two teams in the championship in Billings, I think dealer may be full. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, we've, we've had that park full several times uh, in the past, you know, within the past, Oh, early two thousands, mid two thousands, and even 2010 ish around there, those games had big draws and more, man, there was, there's people there. It was loud. You know, there was hollering going back and forth from both sides and the kids played super hard. And, and uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love for a lot of these boys to be able to experience that atmosphere again. Cause it's, it's a blast for them and, and they tend to play a little harder when, you know, more people are watching too. For sure. So just what are those games like, you know, at dealer Cobb as, cause you played them as a player and as a coach now. Yeah, there's just, there's a, there's a bit, you know, there's quite a, a higher level of excitement in the deal, um, you know, cause you're playing against guys that you grew up with, you know, and back in the day we didn't have travel baseball, you know, and, and there was no love lost in those games, you know, like the senior West games and all the stuff, you know, it was a, it was a battle and, mm -hmm. you know, guys would go in sliding hard and guys would throw it guys every once in a while. And, you know, you had some, some back and forth there, but, as time's gone, you know, all these boys now, we play against each other. They grew up, on, you know, in the same community, playing travel baseball together, um, you know, same travel teams. And, and so um, a lot of the boys on both sides, I've even coached and, and done some things with them and, and been a part of their, their youth career. So these relationships we build, you know, these games are you know, taking on a little different meaning now because they are a little more friendly which is good because, mm -hmm. you know, that's healthy for the game and, and healthy for the kids. But um, it's still it's still a, a big pride thing, you know, is is those boys don't want to lose the other side of town. And right. that's just it's always going to be. And and hopefully, you know, we back at Dealer Park for most of our games this year, we can we can, uh, you know, fill the seats a little bit and, you know, play some really good baseball and get people, you know, people excited to come back out and watch more Legion again and. And uh, yeah, that'll be fun for the boys, for sure. For sure. No, I mean, I know CJ because um, his junior year, he played with a lot of the seniors like Jackson and Nate Dewar and all of them at um, post four level. And so it was really hard for us as the parents to be like, oh, we want to root against the Scarlets, but we know all of these kids. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you root against them. You hope everybody has fun. They play hard. You want everybody to succeed, but somebody's got to win and lose, right? You just right. hope that everybody comes out of it healthy and and uh, you know they have a good experience and 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 move on. But yeah, it's it's it tears you both ways because you you spend a lot of time with these boys and you don't want to see any of them fail, you know, yeah. regardless of who, you know. But you know, you, you, sometimes that's that's the way it works when you when you got to play to win. For sure. So I see you're at Triple Play Academy. What has that done for Legion Ball? I think it's done a lot. You know, we've been, we're going on nine years here now. Um, you know, I've been running this business since I think the, the official day we opened was December 27th in 2013. And so we've been, uh, we've been here since then, but it's, it's not only done a, a huge, huge deal for our Legion program, but it's also been really good for the youth community. 
um, and little league and everything else and everybody that use our facility. Um, I think it's, it's progressed our players more um, like today, you know, obviously we're in the, you know, week and a half away from playing and, and now we're stuck inside. And so, you know, with a foot and, you know, 18 inches of snow or whatever the heck we got, which was way, way more than I like to shovel, by the way, right. um, uh, we got a place to go. So, you know, we, instead of sitting here for two weeks without any practice or any work, um, we got a, you know, amazing facility here where the boys can come in and they can run and they can hit and they can take some ground balls. We can go upstairs, we can get on the chalkboard and we can do some things and we get our lifting program or bullpens. It's just, yeah, I think it's done an amazing stuff for our program because it's, it's, it's made our kids that much better and it's given a place to go where, you know, they can come in, they can stay out of trouble, they can work um, and they can, you know, work towards their skills and hopefully attain their goals of playing college baseball. So um, it's, it's been an amazing thing, um, not only for Legion, but for myself, having the uh, opportunity to be here every day and, and be around all these kids and their families and, and just watching, you know, the whole part of it. And I guess that's what I take away from it probably most is, is the, uh, the relationships that I build. And, and so, but yeah, for the program, it's, it's been amazing when we finally decided to, to get this thing going in 13 and then full-time in 14, it was something we've been thinking about for years and just really never had an opportunity to do it. Um, we ended up finding a building and ended up growing out of it probably after the first two years we were there, but, you know, we put in almost five because we had a, a lease agreement and, you know, got out of that and moved, but, um, you know, it's, it's been amazing to see how much it's grown and, and how much everybody really loves being a part of, of off season training and, you know, just having a place to go and get better. Well, yeah. And having that it kind of gets rid of the disadvantage that Northern States as a whole, but really Montana has uh, four months where you can't go outside. <laughs> mm -hmm. you're, you're exactly right. I mean, we, we, uh, we took a couple of our travel teams, our triple play teams down to Arizona a couple weeks ago. And uh, I think we took three of them and went down there and we all competed. We played well, we won some games, we lost some games, but uh, you know, without having this facility, you know, there's no way we'd, we'd be able to get down there and do that, you know, right. but we started in with those little boys in January and, and we take them down to Arizona in March and, you know, they, they hold their own, they do a great job. And, and so, you know, it's, it's definitely been a huge asset for, for not only our program, but any other kid in the city of Billings that, that uses our facility on a you know consistent basis. Definitely. So you mentioned you have two boys that are playing baseball now. How neat is it to have them playing the sport you love so much? Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Um, you know, they, I kind of leave the door open for them to, to be their own dudes and kind of do what they want to do. And they, you know, they play football and they play basketball and they play baseball. And, um, you know, I, I love it. Um, I push them pretty hard. Um, I try to get the most out of them. Sometimes we, we butt heads a little bit and, you know, that's the coach and me versus the dad and me. And then of course, you know, you pat them, pat them on the butt when you're done, but you know, it's the fact that they love baseball and they could be a part of it, um, is amazing. Uh, I've been taking my two boys and, you know, even my daughter, who's going to be 20 years old next month, um, when, you know, she was little, when she was the boys' age, she'd hop in the bus with me and she'd make all the Charlotte road trips. My wife worked, you know, we hadn't, you know, to have daycare. So when the summer hit, you know, she was on there, 
Um, she learned all the guys. She built the relationships with them. She saw the game was played. Um, she learned how to compete by being around them and being around us. And she's a soccer player now. But, you know, it's it, it's amazing what this program uh, does uh, for families, uh, for kids, for myself. Um, you know, and my little boys, I think, you know, my, my son Brooks is 12 now. He got to go to San Bernardino last year. Um, and play in, in the, the little league regionals there. And man, he, uh, it, it was pretty amazing to see where he started from and where he went. Cause he was just that little tiny kid that was going on road trips with me. And I'd look in the outfield and, you know, my players are hitting him pop flies and playing catch with them and throwing him wiffle balls and letting him hit. You know, I, I almost think he's been, you know, he's been coached by my players probably more than me uh, at this point. I think they're the ones that taught him to catch a fly ball and a ground ball and, you know, my, my 10 year old, same thing, Garrick, you know, he's, he's been around it and um, it's amazing what this program has done for my family and, and my boys because they, they love the game because they love being around the boys and they, they love playing and love hitting and they see their successes and they, they emulate the older boys and Hey, you know, I kind of want to be like this guy or that guy. And, and so it's been a great experience. You know, I've, I'm definitely humbled by, the fact that I've been here so long and have been able to do what I do and, and my family's been a part of it. So you now we're, we're going to, we're right around the corner from, you know, hopefully me coaching them at this level. Right. And uh, you know, who knows what that, that has, you know, in store because, you know, we'll, we'll see when they get there, but uh, you know, hopefully they can be good enough players that they can make this program and, and contribute and, and get to experience everything they saw as a little kid growing up that's awesome for sure um so I guess I just want to kind of wrap this up with you know what are your or how do you see a successful season one and then what are your like biggest positives that you've taken away from coaching all of these years um biggest positives that I've probably taken away from coaching is is the fact that I've I've built some amazing relationships and I've got to be a part of a lot of young men's lives. I mean, that's, that's probably the biggest thing I've taken away. Um, I don't judge myself by wins and losses. Uh, that's something for me that just kind of comes with doing what you do and you do it and, and you do it well. Um, for me, the successful season, um, obviously you always want to end with a state championship, but we all know that doesn't happen every year. Um, kids rotate in and out and you rebuild and you, you know, you try to do as good as you can. But I've always said my, my biggest, you know, successes in this program are what we can do with the boys. You know, if we can get them where they need to be, um, whether it's for baseball or whether, you know, we help some kids through some tough times and, and we got his life straight, or, you know, if we had trouble kids, you know, and, and done the same thing or, or boys that just needed us to get to the next step. Um, you know, I judge a successful season by, you know, how well we do moving kids onto the next level or to college or anything else. Um, if, if their goals are met, then I call it a success, you know, regardless if we win or lose. Last year, we, we you know, last two years, we, we uh, played pretty well. Um, those are successful seasons. Uh, mm -hmm. We were young. Um, we learned the game better. Uh, we just learned how to be, you know, better players. We're, we're growing up. We're learning how to be mature um, and how to deal with, you know, life's things as they're, they're handed to you. And, and hopefully, uh, 
we get to that point and 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 again this year you know with the championship but i tell you what i uh you know for me i'm, I'm just i'm humbled to be able to do this you know there's there's uh there's there's a lot of coaching jobs in in the world and you know i'm lucky enough to be in probably one of the best atmospheres and one of the best places in the in the northwest i've i've got an indoor facility i've got two great fields um, that my kids get a play on. We have great community support. Um, and, and we have some of the best players around, you know, unfortunately we're stuck up in a, a spot where they don't get seen as much as everybody else. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll just keep to keep on doing better, um, with those type things and, and trying to get them out. But yeah, successful season it to me is just making sure we, we have these young boys learn to grow, to be good, positive young men. Um, to where someday they're going to be great husbands. They're going to be great fathers. They're going to be great leaders in our community. Um, you know, in the end, that's what I get judged on anyways. You know, when I'm, when I'm long gone, you know, and hopefully, you know, headed, headed, headed up North to heaven, you know, that's what I'm going to get judged on. It's not gonna be all wins and losses. You know, I don't think anybody ever gotten what they wanted, you know, because they won a lot of baseball games. So, you know, for me, relationships and, and building and, and going on and, you know, hopefully see the, the landscape of this Legion stuff and what else is going on uh, may change. So, you know, we may be looking at this different a year from now, but um, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing right now and get, get through our 70 game season, and, you know, have a lot of fun doing it. For sure. For sure. Ba Billings really is a baseball town. I mean, there's definite football here, but I think once that spring hits, we are a baseball town and it's well known. Yeah, absolutely. It is, you know, and the Scarlets and Royals, you know, both teams, you know, we've been all over the country. We've done a lot of great things. We won a lot of baseball games, but, but we were known um, because of the product we put out because of how hard we play uh, when we get to places, you know, we've, we've had people follow us all the way to our bus after the game was over, whether it's in the Northwest or, or down, you know, in the Midwest or even, you know, North, Northeast, you know, towards, toward, you know, past Minnesota or whatever, um, they grab us and they, they follow you to the bus and they say, coach, can I talk to you? And, and of course you're always like, holy crap, what's going to happen? You know, what's going on? And, uh, they say, you know what, those are the most well-behaved, hardworking young men I've ever seen on a baseball field. They're polite. Um, they say, please, thank you for everything. They play the game hard. They hustle on and off the field. And, and that's just the reputation that this program, this Legion program and Billings has gotten. Um, so you get things that happen to you like that and, you know, you might've just lost the game, but it kind of makes you feel good because you're doing things right. So, right. um, and the, in it going for both sides, they're, they're well known and, and what the Royals did before the Scarlets even existed, you know, that put us on the map big time just because they were at the world series and, and Eddie Bain was doing great things. And obviously we all know about him and, and the, the, the amazing thing he did as a career, you know, if you could be half of what he was, um, you know, I think you've accomplished something. Yeah, I'm, I'm no catching kidding. them, catching them in years. I'm I'm up to I'm up to 19 now, so I'm catching them. But you know, I don't, I don't know if I'll quite ever get there. I think that's definitely, you know, big shoes to fill, and and uh, everybody's unique. You know, if I'm if I'm spoken in the same in the, in the same sentence with with Eddie Bain and Dennis Maggert and the guys that have done a really good job with this program, then. You know, I'll, I'll feel really good about what I did because things will be positive. Definitely, for sure. Well, hey, Adam, I want to thank you so much for your time and 
thank you for doing this. It's awesome to have you on and hope to come out to a few Scarlet games this year. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, it's it's going to be fun. Hopefully the snow gets out of here, the weather gets better, and, and right? we can get the, get the baseball in. We got we got a full schedule, so it's it's going to be it's going to be fun. Um, and hopefully the boys come out and you know they achieve all the goals they want to achieve. You know, yeah, whether... and you guys are the home team this year of the two. You guys get more home games, so yeah, yeah. I you know I I never really usually buy into that home visitor thing because sometimes it backfires on you. Sometimes it it, it works. Um, you know, you just got to score more runs than the other guy, regardless if you're home or visitor. So <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thank you so much for your time, and you have a great rest of your day. I will, Mitch. You too, buddy. Have All a good right. One. Talk to you later. All right. Bye bye.